Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Flowtrack Podcast. I'm Kevin. He's Lincoln Flowtrack Podcast at gmail.com you can find the show on apple podcast spotify lincoln's favorite stitcher or wherever else you listen to podcasts it's also on the website flowtrack.org slash flowtrack podcast we're talking turkey trots today lincoln and not turkey trots are going to happen tomorrow because most of them have been canceled but instead we're going to dip back into the archive for your pulitzer winning piece from a few years ago entitled the 10 people you meet at a turkey trot. Uh, this was your only your only Pulitzer nomination in your writing career. Am I right? Yeah, just one so far. But I mean, that's more than most people have. Um, yeah, it's brought great honor to my family uh, and still lives to this day. You know, whatever it is, five years five years on, and so it's. Uh, you know, I was hoping to, if there were some turkey trots, and maybe there are, we could add more people to the list. You know, mm-hmm, we could add mm-hmm. the COVID, the COVID tester, um, possibly the uh, stop the count protesters going on. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there's more people that could be involved five years on that that maybe that I didn't think of back in 2015. Mm-hmm. So. You had 10 originally. I've actually – I've come up with three on my own, and mine are not okay. specific to 2020. I'm going to do them at the end because I don't want to be compared to your work of art that you've put out here. I went back. I read this last night, and I got to say I was wondering, you know, has it aged? And I'd read it at some point, I'm sure. You know, when we started yeah. working together, I'm like – I, you know, I, I told the intern when I was – when you got hired, I said, get me all this guy's clips. I need the briefing book on Shrike, stat. <laughs> And at the top of the list was was this story, and I gotta say, it more or less held up. That you got you got a laugh out of me on on a couple lines yeah. here, throughout. Yeah, and I thought that was well done. I'm sure there's stuff that you would change or punch up now that you are, you know, you've evolved a little bit as a writer and as a turkey trot thinker. But I I gotta say, Lincoln, I think it held up five years later, which you can't say about a lot of writing. Yeah, and just a broad view. I mean, the turkey trot is a fun tradition. It's a fun thing to, in in all the whole scope of everyone doing it, from the people who run cross country who are still mm-hmm. in really good shape coming off cross country season and can rip a fast road race, to, I mean, we'll get into all the different people, to the people in costumes, to the people who literally the only time they run all year is the turkey yeah. trot. To, I even had buddies who would sign up for the turkey trot 
and then drink too much the night before and then not actually go to the race, but then mm -hmm. still have the shirt because they went to packet pickup. So the just yeah. packet pickup or pickuppers that's a that's a smaller population but but you know people names we could add for sure uh well you don't meet them the word here is meet, no. and you don't meet the just the packet pickuppers because they're yeah just gonna pick up the packet they're yeah. asleep yeah, they're in the exactly. they're in the playing touch football and someone tearing an acl at 1 p.m group they missed the 8 a.m run <laughs> they're in that second wave in this article you mentioned your hometown springfield missouri they have a yep. annual turkey trot, and you said they get about eight thousand. That's a pretty good sized race. I know the one it's out here big. in Austin gets about twenty yeah. k. Yeah, and I've done both. Obviously, the Springfield one I've done, and then in Austin, I ran in I believe twenty sixteen, and it was um, a lot of people, and it's five Austin, miles. Yeah. It, it's not a it's not a five k. So it's my first eight k uh, turkey trot, and. I didn't know up until I think when I moved here, which is, I guess, some ignorance that there are some races, quite a few races that are longer than 5K. I mean, you assume all mm -hmm. all turkey trots are, are 5K, which for the most part they are. But there are a lot of turkey day races that are five miles and maybe some even even longer than such. So, yeah, and I have good memories from the time we did uh, the turkey trot in Austin. We had a stroller and we... We, they made a start in the back and both my wife and I ran in college and, you know, we weren't in shape to run like what we would have been in college at that point, but it had only been a few years and, you know, we started running and we like got competitive, you know, so our first mile was like an eight minute mile. And then like all of a sudden we're like running six O pace and uh, we clipped somebody and somebody fell and because oh, we had geez. a stroller. Sorry. Sorry. Let me, let me back up. You we blame had, it on stroller. the stroller. That's why you're not and, supposed to be uh, running 6-0 pace. I'm adding well, another person yeah. to my list. The stroller <laughs> violator. <laughs> the stroller is a, a, a saltine. There's a big uh, down. Person. There's a big downhill there in the Austin race too. Did you just like let him go it's for too, a little bit and catch? It's super hilly. No, it was actually early in the in the race, probably just after a mile that we started hammering and clip somebody in their their phone ripped out of the the cord ripped out from their phone it was ugly oh, gosh. it was ugly <clears throat> it was ugly so if that person's still out there i'm sorry <laughs> and that's how you ended up in jail on thanksgiving 2016 <laughs> it's just a warrant fell out for my arrest yeah <laughs> i didn't know that i didn't know that story it is it is massive and it's the day i mean the most common day for people to participate in a race across the nation obviously because mm -hmm. in america we've correlated these two things and we get this sort of uh, idea in our head of if i'm an elot i'm at least gonna go fake that i'm in shape for 25 minutes in the morning <laughs> then i can do whatever i want exactly. uh, yeah. yep, exactly. uniquely american yep. let's run through these let's do them in the order okay. that you wrote them down okay. initially on that fateful day uh five years ago i know you've kept the, yeah. the pen that you originally wrote it and actually the quill <laughs> that is originally written in, it's in the Shrek exactly. Literary Museum that you can visit in Springfield. Yeah. There's a whole wing devoted yeah. to where he was when he wrote the Turkey Trot story. And then I'll add mine at the end here. So number number 10, you have the yeah. person in costume here. Yeah, and more specifically the turkey, the turkey costume uh, guy or, you know, or it can be a girl, although in my experience it is 
typically a man who is willing to shame himself down to this level uh, by wearing a turkey. And in our race, you know, there would typically be they would put some of the turkeys up front and they would mm-hmm. sprint at the very beginning. And I think I, I probably, uh, yeah, I think I have this at some point. Yeah, I, 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 it's been a while since I read this, but I, I wrote here, expect to see a few of these birds sprint to the lead in the first hundred. That's for the mm-hmm. that's for the newspapers. That makes for a great front page clip, you know, because the the uh, article up front, an easy, lighthearted piece on the the day after Thanksgiving is this many people showed up at the turkey trot, and then they've just got a photo of the turkeys running with actual runners. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll run out front, they'll wear the turkeys, and they'll slowly fade back while laughing. Usually, they're, they're just they're they're out there for a good time and. Uh, the good thing is if you're in the Midwest, like I was, they're typically warmer than the rest of us um, because they're in a they're in a turkey costume. So it's a nice benefit while you are looking kind of like an idiot. <laughs> there was a race in Eugene that was sponsored by Krusty's, the pancake no. waffle mix. And if you yeah, yeah. beat the person if you beat the person dressed in the in the costume, you got apparently a year supply of the uh of the mix so but it was actually game never, up that was in the costume that was um the, that well was the actually it's, so it's funny you say that because there was actually another race in eugene the truffle shuffle that i did when i was in college and there was a guy dressed as a truffle and if you beat them there was no How do you- reward but yeah i got i got absolutely smoked by this person dressed in a truffle and i found out later it was the former U.S. Road 5K American record holder. Um, that's kind of the person you meet in Eugene, just willing to go out there and yeah, do it. So he was probably running 520 pace, and and I could not keep up. In any event, number nine, mm-hmm. Lincoln. Number nine here, or sorry, number number, number two. two, the local celebrity. Yeah, and this obviously depends on your your town i mean if we're in austin we have like actually significant celebrities here and i don't mean that mm-hmm. like matthew mcconaughey is not going to show up uh local in the sense of in all likelihood it's a television anchor for your your you know your nbc station which is what we we got typically our sports guy who had been in my hometown who had been the the, the sports anchor on the nbc station for like a hundred years would come out and shoot the gun that's kind of who mm-hmm. I was directly referring to here, local celebrity, who who everyone who it is kind of like you know you see them if you're from a small town you're like you in your brain you're like that person's famous when in reality they're mm-hmm. not they're not famous <laughs> but you see them at a turkey trot and you're like oh well I don't I don't always see him in public or you know and so you get that you get yeah. that at the turkey trot you get that special moment with Ned Reynolds I've been. <clears throat> That's a perfect mm-hmm. local sports anchor yeah. name. Oh, I've been to plenty of road races, not just turkey trots, where the local celebrity is filled in by a radio personality, which is even more fun because it's, hey, I know them. Hey, oh, that's what they look like. Oh, okay. There's a regular yeah. person. Not nearly. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's yeah. it's, Sh- it's Sean and Jessica from 96.7, The Smash. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and they're explaining where to get your packet and it sort of brings it down especially if you're young and you put the people on the pedestal because you hear them on the radio and then you actually see them yeah. in real life there's a little bit of a, a come down there now not at a, i hate to just make this all about races that i ran that weren't turkey trots but one time that person 
at a race in LA that I did was Kennedy, the former MTV VJ. That was kind of a, Ooh. Ooh. I wonder why you you're here, but it was, for, it was for charity in any event. Mm -hmm. Number, number three uh, is the family streakers. And I got to commend you tip of the cap here. This is why this one, a <laughs> surprise first <laughs> sentence, calm down. It's not what you think. <laughs> Just amazing. How long did you workshop that one? <laughs> it's been so long. I don't remember, but it's, it's a classic. Um, you know, I you didn't just sat down for a couple hours to really hash that one out. Uh, yeah, it was it was in, it was out, and it finally got put in the last moment. Um, yeah, it, it was, was the best like of times. Yeah. It was the worst of times. Similar yeah. line. <clears throat> okay, I counted to ten over the phone with the editor, and I and and said, <laughs> "Okay, if you don't say anything when I'm done counting to ten, it stays." <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this is not a, a family running naked as you as you think which was the joke but it is the people who have done the have done the local turkey trot like for like 25 years straight which is a cool yeah, yeah. thing like no, no jokes about it if you're actually getting out there and having a streak um of keeping mm -hmm. of, of everyone running the turkey trot together that's that's pretty neat and i feel bad a lot of people around the country had active streaks. Now I'm sure they'll participate in their virtual race, mm -hmm. um, but is that gonna be counted? I mean, I'll count it just cause I don't want to see streaks end based on a pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. But these, this is a this is a small but important population of of almost any turkey trot is that mm -hmm. a lot, you will see shirts sometimes. Um, you know, they'll either make them or they will all wear the shirt that they got in, at packet pickup that year's mm -hmm. turkey trot mm -hmm. shirt and they'll all wear them it, it's a classic uh i've seen families where amongst the population you have like people wearing jeans at the turkey trot i mean there's no there's no time that they need to hit here it's you know you're coming in an hour 20 for three miles it's fine it's just all about finishing mm -hmm. i think those people if they're committed enough for the streak, they're committed enough to participate in the virtual offering this year. Yeah. So the streak will continue. If they don't get yeah. a shirt, they'll make a shirt. They'll make a shirt that's 120% cotton just to prove how devoted they are. They'll make <laughs> it as low quality as possible. But the, yeah. the streaks live on. I think if you don't run one yeah. this year, your streak your streak goes on. It does not. It does not count yeah. this year. Okay, that's good. That's an important PSA for for trotters out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm making the decision. Now we come to number four, which is my favorite one of the entire list. Your teammate, well, it should say your teammate who PRs. You wrote that PRs, but that's okay. That PRs. Uh, There's, that, you know, we didn't get past editing on that one. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> tell me, yeah, tell me more about the, the, the teammate here, who PRs. Yeah, I don't know why I wrote your teammate. I mean, I guess it can't be yourself, so you're meeting this person. It's not... You know, can't be talking explicitly about yourself, but I think I was referring to myself, as I say in the first line. I've been this guy before. Um, again, you know, late November for some people, cross country. I mean, for some people, if they're really good, obviously they just had NCAA's if they're in college. And, you know, if mm -hmm. you're in high school and you're fortunate to make it to national championships, you, you either just ran or or no, I guess you wouldn't have run yet if you're going to NXN or Foot Locker. But you're in not any running. Case, Do not run a turkey yeah, shot if you're signed up for NXN. Yeah, 
Yeah. In any case, most most people who are running cross country are still in very good shape. And in and a lot of times, if your season ended in like in high school in mid mid November with your state championships, you've run that race and you've taken some time off. So the irony is that you're actually really nicely peaked for mm-hmm. the turkey trot, and turns out you can run faster on concrete than you can run on grass. And so you will surprise yourself by ripping a very fast 5k and being like, where was that during cross country season? Uh, I, in college, I, um, one of my best career races was at the, I I was trying to think, I can look it up. It would have been either the 2011 or 2012 Turkey trot. I can't remember, but, um, yeah, I got 12th in, in the turkey trot, which doesn't sound very good for Springfield, Missouri. But, you know, a lot of college kids are are in town. We had some guys that would run at Tulsa. So, like, we, mm-hmm. we, we had some dudes in town that could that could run, you know, right around 15 minutes. Um, and I got 12th one year, and it was just, like, way better than anything I had done during the cross-country season. So, you feel good, but then also kind of bad because you're like, I, man, I guess I was, like, either overtrained or just, like, was perfectly training all summer for this turkey trot. It was maybe a little wasted effort. I think part of it too is the lack of pressure that you feel in a turkey trot setting and maybe a little bit of redemption on your mind because your regular season didn't end that well. And that's, that's the other part about your friend who PRs at this turkey trot they're the ones who, you know, they didn't end the season very well and they got really angry. And they just they thought about it for a couple of weeks, and they said, "If I could just have one more shot." Now, their shot comes in the form of a race against people dressed in turkey costumes, so it's not yeah. the redemptive quest that they feel like it is. It's it's not it's not uh, that important, but it's it's better than going out there and laying another laying another dud. But yeah. I know for me, whenever I did the old the old postseason PR on leftover fitness. It was purely because there were no expectations and I couldn't choke massively like good. I had in the important race. It's it's a good point. And I, I do think, you know, and if you're in college and you're running eight and ten K on 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 hilly terrain and grass and spikes, the like the freedom of running in flats mm-hmm. on concrete for only five K it I remember that one year I ran really well. I did not like feel any fatigue until about two and a half miles in. And I was like, I'm the fittest human on earth. What's going on? I mean, I wasn't yeah, winning yeah. the race, but I was like, this is, I've, un- I finally unlocked this. I figured mm-hmm. out running, it's really, you know, while I was running like 1630, it wasn't like anything phenomenal, but <laughs> still felt good. It was a good day for me overall, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, again, I think it's just the, the expectation game there and you just have mm-hmm. one little, mental trick in your head and then that's enough to to get into the finish line and maybe in certain circumstances a $25 gift certificate to a out of business running store in your local city (laughs) yeah exactly yeah it's a sad time yeah I mean, uh, I that literally that literally happened to me. That I'm not making a uh, oh. an oblique reference. There. It's literally the store went out of business. But or you get these you get these gift cards, and it's like you never. A lot of times you don't use them, especially if you're from out of town. It's like you're going to go to Bill's Run Hut in Hutto, <laughs> Texas. No, you're not going to do that. You're not going to drive off because it's always. Tw- I, I never was good enough to get the hundred dollar card. Right, you're going to drive yeah. that far to to spend twenty five bucks. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, problem. Let's keep it moving now. 
Yeah, yeah. Number five, hungover dude. I think you spoke up. Well, you, you, yeah. you mentioned them a little bit in terms of the people who don't actually run the race, but you're talking about yeah. the person who ends up actually making it way yeah, their way to the starting line. Yeah. Yeah. So there is the, the other side of the coin of the people who are, you know, sign up, they're eager, they think it's going to be, you know, a, a, they're going to be ready for it on Thanksgiving. You wake up and it's 15 degrees and you're dizzy and you barely made it to the bathroom. And there, a lot of people will turn around and say, no, I'm willing to burn that $20. Mm-hmm. Some people though are like, what? A, no, I have to, I did. I, I said I was going to do it and I'm going to do it. So you show up and you feel terrible. And, uh, you know, I, I, you can usually see those people looking like they want to be anywhere else. Um, cause you got the crops mm-hmm. of, you know, you got the people in the, in the singlets and shorts that are actually racing it. You got the families who are happy to be there and chatting amongst themselves. And then you kind of scan the crowd and you're like, where is the guy who looks lost? Like he's waiting on a bus. That's never going to come out. Oh, there he is. That's the, that's the, that's the hungover guy. The guy who, who celebrated Thanksgiving the night before and was hyping himself up at the party. Like I'm gonna. I'm doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the turkey trot and almost didn't make it, but he's there. He, he's there mm-hmm. and he's going to make it to the finish line. Average time about 45 minutes for this group. Uh, so they're not like walking the whole time, but it's certainly a hungover effort. Mm-hmm. And one of them out of the group somehow PRs too, depending on how bad there's no kidding. <laughs> this whole time, that's all I needed. Okay. Number six, Lincoln, number six. The mayor. Yeah. The mayor. Right. Um, and I, you know, this is aged in some areas poorly. Um, I just showing my, I don't know what you want to say, not ignorance, but I, I, I said the mayor in the, in the first line, similar to the local celebrity, but the mayor distinguishes himself. You know, it could also, the mayor can be a she too. I just want to apologize for my my actions as a 24-year-old saying, acting like the mayor exclusively had to be a man. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, you can definitely meet the mayor at your turkey trot. Um, and the mayor back in the day in 2015, I would say was less of a visible character than maybe mayors are now. You know, now low-level government members are having to decide mm-hmm. U.S. elections. So, you know, it's it, <laughs> maybe this person is more famous now than they are then. I mean, if you're in South Bend, you know, you got you got Mayor Pete. If you're in New mm-hmm. York City, you got Blasio. I mean, so you could have some legit celebrities here. However, in my town, we, for the most part, always used to joke in the town that no one actually knew what the mayor looked like. And mm-hmm. it was a conspiracy of, is this job actually filled? So usually they would announce that, oh, it's mayor, whatever here. And it's like, oh, that's what that guy looks like. And that's literally what we, we would be like, oh, that's what that person does. Because it was more of a, you know, just a, I don't know, a bureaucratic position that didn't actually do a whole lot. You know, it's like a PR position, which maybe the most part is what a mayor is. Um, but yeah, in the end, that's that's what it was. It was you'd like find out what the mayor looks like this year. Okay, there he is. I looked up the current mayor of Springfield, Missouri, and it does go to your theory that they may not be a real person because this is the most witness protection name I've ever heard. Ken McClure. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I mean, click on the image tab just to see if it's a bunch of people with fake sunglasses 
and a mustache. Okay, well, <laughs> there he is. There he is. He's on. I mean, Google Images. Yeah. The the Austin Turkey Trot that I did several years ago. I, I've done it a bunch even before I moved to Austin because I had family out here. Rick Perry yeah. was at the start. Governor Rick Perry. So we had the oh, governor. I'm sure the and the mayor might have been running the race too. So we had we had multiple uh, politicians in effect here. Yeah, I do like the line that you put here. You find yourself saying, "Oh, that's who the mayor is." Probably before forgetting their name within seconds. Number yeah. seven. I got to say, number yeah. seven did not resonate with me because I, I never had it happen. You have one of your mm -hmm. high school teachers. One of your high school well, teachers. Kevin, here's the thing. That's because you are literally this person. You you run into any of your students when you were back in your teaching days at a turkey trot? No, because it was too big. The, oh, okay. I'm, at, I'm at these yeah. massive events in big cities. Yeah, so yeah, I guess you were like I'm a big LA. city guy, you know? Yeah, I know. Guy. I know. Um, yeah, I've had this happen. Um, I mean, you can meet, see one of your teachers in public anywhere, and it's mm -hmm. like awkward because you can't. I mean, you literally see this person like every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So it's like, I can't not, but it's like super, like there's this, like this layer of like authority to pupil type thing. That's like, that's evaporated when you're in public and it's like super awkward. Um, so that, that's not exclusive to Turkey trots, but you know, I've, I've seen several teachers like with their spouses and it's like, wait, somebody agreed to marry this person. Like what's, what's going on? Mm -hmm. This is weird. Um, so yeah, you can run into, you know, your teachers and, you know, if you're post college or post high school, which I think I, um, said it can be really weird. Like you don't know if your teacher still recognizes you like five years later mm -hmm. and they probably do, but you can maybe pretend like they don't and like you, yeah. you've forgotten. Now I don't live in my hometown and now I could, you know, it's been 15 years. So it, it would be easy to get away with but at the time you're just really looking to not run into your high school teacher if you're running the turkey try it's just you just don't need that while you're trying to run a run a pr uh in a meaningless race <laughs> all right number eight your arch rival it says if you ran in high school there was always that one guy who you hated to lose to and now here you are both for the annual thanksgiving showdown call the turkey trot but this might as well be an olympic final lincoln yeah again pulitzer um <laughs> you know it does this isn't fighting for the win necessarily it's just like that guy that's just you were always neck and neck with for whatever reason maybe in high school maybe it was your teammate in high school maybe it was somebody from across town um who who knows who it is but that may be your motivating factor here to to really give this your your best effort because if you're running this as a serious runner you you don't it's hard to belong to any of the other categories even like if you're going to mm -hmm. dress up as, in a turkey you're still going to want to try to run fast like it's we would have kids like on my team that would run like 22 minutes mm -hmm. and, and be like why, why did you show up like you then now yeah, you're still gonna yeah. have to run you're going to still have to run today like for me like this was a workout and now i don't have you know i can cool down and be good but typically you're going to, if, if you have somebody who you're going to compete against, it's this unspoken thing or the, an arch rival, it's an unspoken thing that it's on like Donkey Kong uh, mm -hmm. for the turkey trot. And uh, yeah, you, you may run into that person and that may, you know, allow you to run that PR that, uh, that 
you are can explain away as accidental and shameful when in reality you're like you're just so pumped about it that you PR'd and beat this person that it's actually a bigger deal than anything you did in your college season. And uh, I did have this line <laughs> that I thought pretty good. The arch rival is one of the main causes of the turkey trot PR, which you'll gladly embrace if it means out kicking his sorry butt. I, exactly. I mean, I couldn't, you know, five years, five years ago, me couldn't have said it any better. Uh, that's <laughs> it. It feels, it feels good to, to beat your arch rival, even when the stakes are so low. You have another good line here. This is turned into the Lincoln good line podcast mm. about number nine, where you have the pilgrim and you talk about them being dressed up in a costume, much like the Turkey, but you said honoring the legacy of that first Thanksgiving means running a two twenty first 800 and walking the rest of the way. That's good. That's funny. I laughed <laughs> I, at that. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some, there's some good ones in here. Uh, none of this was like, you know, I've, I've, as you can probably tell, none of this is just me like thinking of random jokes. It's like literally just drawing from experience for the most part. Yeah. And there was there would always be like the turkeys, it seemed like would run the first hundred really fast <laughs> and then they're gone. But there would be that random guy. And I had I, it's not mm. always people dressed up as pilgrims, but there was one time a guy dressed up in a pilgrim costume that lasted longer than most people. And I'm like, man, this guy is like like up there, like mm -hmm. I'm getting my butt whooped because he's, you know, running 440 pace for the first. And then all of a sudden, like uh, just yeah. absolutely craters after because then the lactic hits. And so they're, the, the pilgrim, you know, not only should be shamed historically, but then they suffer mm -hmm. the shame of having to walk the next two and a half or 2.6 miles after embarrassing themselves uh, by going out way, way too hard. Um, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, at, this one is just drawing specifically from experience. Um, but we, even if you're not dressed up in a costume, there is always that like random person that you're like, "Oh, did I did I miss this really good person?" Because like I would mm -hmm. go through like and see everybody who was there. Like we had one guy that would typically win every year. I mentioned the Tulsa guy. His name's Danny Thader, and you know he ran like 408 in high school. And so like, he was like, oh, Danny's here. Okay, so Danny's gonna win. And so I'm like trying to figure out like where everybody is. And like, I could usually yeah, be like, okay, yeah. I, know what, I know what place I'm gonna probably get. And then like when that hierarchy would be busted for the first half mile, you're kind of freaking out. Like, who is this guy? What, mm -hmm. What's going on? And then all of a sudden, oh, it's it's a pretender. They, 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 they ran the first half mile really fast and then they completely died. So one year that was a pilgrim for me. And uh, it's always a shame because you're like, oh, man, if that person actually trained, I mean, yeah. they might actually be a good runner. But instead, they're just like being a joker and just being a, you know, half mile hero. Yeah. You're touching on one of my one of my characters that I'll get to in, in a second here. But mm -hmm. let's get to your last one. Number 10, the guy who asks how long the race is. Yeah, it may not. Again, this is direct from experience. Um, this is, I think, people being facetious if you will um but there would there would always be <clears throat> i've heard people say how long is 5k at the turkey trot like mm -hmm. that's a that's a fun mystery to encounter like not knowing how long you're about to run um and uh yeah that's it, it, I was stretching to get to 10 here. Let's be honest. I, um, I, I, had to, I had to make it to 10. That's where I went to. So it doesn't end with necessarily a bang. And that's been some of the criticism over the years of this sacred text of like, it's kind of fizzles at the end. And I'm sorry for that. But I, th again, I was, th I was thinking of specific experiences and I've heard and, you know, people 
ask how long 5k is while I'm on the start line for the turkey trot. So that's it. That's the explanation for that one. Who levied the criticism? Was it when it got reviewed by the New Yorker or was it somebody else? Um, you know, people in the Facebook comments, uh, you know, uh, this, okay. this, article, this article, uh, you know, we may break the trend this year unless, I mean, maybe we'll re-banner it, but this article has been put on the homepage for now five years running from 2015 to 2019. Um, oh yeah, it needs to go back so, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so people, you know, it's just a, it's just, it's timeless and uh, people will read it and share it throughout the throughout the years and there'll always be comments be like oh number 10 what is this person talking about and like you know most people will say it's pretty accurate but it's like number 10 what and so you know just crowdsourced number 10 is the weakest link i think of all of them but you know what can i do i'm sorry well i have three here maybe one of them can sub in because you want to run all the way through the tape and it sounds like on this one you didn't think it would become as big of a deal so you had a really strong nine Mm-hmm. coasted across the finish line and then people people called you on it so here are my three yeah. uh and, and a lot of the stuff you've kind of touched on so there, there's oblique references to to these three that i have here uh one is is a local legend who yeah especially in a mid-sized city i wouldn't say as big as as austin necessarily because austin Every couple of years, you're going to get some some dogs out there who are going to run ridiculously fast. But I'm talking yeah. about the person who's able to win. And this person is, if it's a man, you know, they're in like 15, 20 shape when they're 26. And then when they're 31, and now you don't even know how old they are. They could be 35. They could be 42. But they just perpetually win the local race. Has that, have yeah. you run into that person as well? Yeah, and I haven't. So it's funny you mentioned that, and I, I didn't say anything because I thought maybe some of your your uh, <clears throat> additions would touch on this, and you you hit it right away. When I posted this article, RJ McNichols reached out to me. Uh, RJ, who we mm. sometimes work with on Flow Track, a uh, uh, video editor. Shout out to RJ. Uh, yeah, uh, he mentioned some form of the local legend. Like, <clears throat> how was he not included in this? So that's it's one glaring error, and you noted it right away. So applaud to you. Uh, applause to you. Yes, typically, like we had locally a per, a guy who was, um, when I was running, it was in his 40s and still was able to run low 16 minutes. Um, and <clears throat> in the past, you know, in the 90s was like winning every single road race. So a little bit past his prime when I was running. But yes, that, that person would be like still, you know, this, that, and the other master's record. So mm-hmm. we had that person yeah. as well, yes. <clears throat> Yeah, and their quads are usually massive, and they're they're dressed. They're not too matchy matchy in how they dress because that's a red flag for a newbie out there. But they match enough to let you know, oh, this person is completely legit. I guess on the women's side mm-hmm. of things, someone running low seventeens year in and and year out would do the trick. Mm-hmm. My, yeah. my next one here, um, I went a little bit in a different direction here. But because they're not running the race, but you definitely meet them or hear them at the Turkey Trot. And that's the band that nobody cares about playing covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the uh, the Pond Scum or something. They got some name like that. <laughs> that like they, they thought it was grunt, like gritty at the time, yeah. but it just sounds like really lame. Like mm-hmm. uh, totally, totally. And like mm-hmm. they the, the, the MC like pumps them up like like everyone locally loves them. And it's like, yeah, no one – 
no one cares about their cover of Hotel California. Like it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, I, I know exactly what you're saying. No, it's hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you applaud them you if it's cold and they're like, you got guys mm -hmm. out there banging drums when it's like 22 degrees and like that can't feel good, but otherwise they're just mostly ignored. So. Yeah, usually I think this is how the, I've never organized a race, but I think what the race organizer does is they have the budget, they figure out what they need. Then like, okay, this is left over for the band. Let's call this first perspective band. They call them up. They say, Hey, are you uh pond scum? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're pond scum. Are you guys available on Thanksgiving morning? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Can you do uh kiss covers by chance? Yes. Okay. You're hired. That's it. Be there at six 45. And can you play really loud? The entire time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. like absurdly loud. <laughs> and the thing is, is this is a, depending on how the race course is structured, you're not really ever going to hear them except yeah. the last hundred meters. And the, the last hundred meters, all you hear is just cymbals, just nonstop cymbals. <laughs> and then afterwards, if it's a place you've grown up in, you want to talk to people. You want to see people. Maybe it's been a while. You want to catch up with your – and they're just jamming on the guitar telling you that they want to rock and roll all day and party every night. And you're just – can we like chill? The race has been over for 15 minutes. I want to talk to some people. And they're just yeah. still going at it. Yeah, that's a good one. That that's definitely would have been a – that had the potential to be a good – a good number 10 if we would have put it there absolutely no when you were explaining that i could hear just the just yeah. absurd, just insanely loud like drums and then like mm -hmm. you know the the pa person will like say something over over the top uh at some point when i was running they uh <laughs> the i mean it i assume it was most years not that this is some recent invention but we got chips you know it was chip mm -hmm. timed uh maybe it was the, every year i'm not that old but and they would pause the music or like quiet down the music while they would announce people coming yeah. across the finish line and i didn't hear it as much not that i was some great runner but i was up up at the front so like you know it wasn't um them saying names every two seconds but it would be like you know lincoln tried cross from springfield 19 yeah, yeah. Cross the so like but when you when it got to like the mass group of people it would like it was way too much they were just saying like mm -hmm. you know paula smith from buffalo is you know it's mm -hmm. just and it was just like you know that was in place of the band singing you know that a kiss cover um, yeah, I, di I didn't know why there needed to be a play-by-play -play person talking about Paula from from Buffalo, but it, it, it's just such a so many random things. I do like it when the band though has the job sometimes of the MC because either the MC didn't make it or maybe the race director decided to save a few bucks. Yeah. So just yeah. two seconds <laughs> after screaming "free falling" by Tom Petty, they're like. Awards were starting in like six minutes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have nine-year-old Dylan here. He's looking for his mom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of nine-year-old Dylan, perfect transition to my last one and something you touched on before for people you meet at a turkey trot. The two nine-year-olds who start out too fast. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. 
and sometimes it's not even that. I mean, they would usually, regardless of ability, they'll start out too fast. But sometimes you have like the phenoms. You know, we used to read about in, in oh, runners sure, world, sure. like the the like the eleven year old that ran a two thirty marathon, and you're like, wow, he's gonna be the next Olympic champion until you like get in the sport longer and realize no, they're gonna be fried by fourteen. They're they're done. Yeah. Um, but there would be yeah, there would there would be the kids that would start out too fast and kind of similar to the to the pilgrim or whatever but yeah it's uh it's a staple right people not knowing how to pace themselves mm -hmm. and uh you know i was you you get, you get an a for effort for going out and just hammering when you're when you're that age from the from the very beginning um but they're uh, supposed to be especially if it's a big race like the austin one they have it separate you know they put you and your wife in the back there because you have strollers and they're letting you know the pace groups and then you see these yeah. two kids and i can i have a pretty good eye for who the phenom is because if you're wearing the yeah. race t-shirt basketball shorts mm -hmm. down to your knees and yeah. velcro shoes yeah. i'm guessing yeah. that you're not you're not about to bust 530 pace no from the gun. no Typically so I not. just start looking around and I get all old man and I think, where are these kids' parents? Why are they – because it's right. – it, it becomes a safety issue because yeah. you got a, a field of 20,000 people behind them and they're going to go out super fast and then get passed by half of the field. Yeah. And it's nuts. It, it's just nuts. And that's why I think them and the stroller people need to be towards the back. But some stroller people try to get a little too aggressive and end up starting a, a citywide <laughs> incident. <laughs> uh yeah the statute of limitations expires for that it's pretty soon so we're excited um yes no absolutely yeah, there's a system yeah <laughs> throw more strollers there uh let's see what was i yeah there there's that's the thing usually you know most people respect the hierarchy of the race you know you mm. get your shorts measured on the start line and be like okay your shorts are well <laughs> above your knee you're good to stay up here yeah. Um, but some people don't, you know, and, and they, they, they start out way too fast. Um, and yeah, it can be a little bit of a hazard when they're going backwards and people are weaving through them. Um, cause just cause you're not starting in the first wave doesn't mean you're not trying to get a PR, you know, it's not, not everybody. Yeah. In the yeah. So, you know, my, my dad would try to PR, um, mm -hmm. you know, and he's trying to run like, you know, 20. 20 minutes high and if you got if you got little timmy there who's going backwards and thinking this is all a joke it's it's not always safe you know so the the difference between the pilgrim and the turkey is when it's done when their time is up they know their time is up mm -hmm. little timmy and little susie sometimes when you eventually catch them after they go out in 72 for the first quarter and yeah. 225 for the first 800 they look over their shoulder at you at the at the thousand meter mark and put on a little bit of a surge as if yeah. if they could just hold you off for this next five meters then they're going to be able to make it 5k and i just want you, you know you got it you got to chill you got to know that your time is over that it's only going to get harder from here because then you yeah. get a little bit put off by it you're a fan oh you think that you're challenging me right now to this surge at at the thousand meter mark, and you're gonna get yeah. off scot free? No, like I'm gonna I'm no. gonna beat you to the top of this hill, and then both of your well, their race is already not really a race, yeah, but then good. your race gets ruined because you got into a, a, a back and forth with a child. 
not worth it. Not worth it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. No, you got to, you've got to know who you're racing against. You can't, you got to know your competitors. It's your arch rival and maybe a turkey. Don't get in fights with, you know, pre preteens. Like it's just, it's, it's not worth it. It can be easy because they're punk kids, but you got to hold steady and just keep, you know, know that a, you running five ten pace, you're going to eventually catch them regardless of if it's up the hill or just past the hill, you know? So mm. keep the faith and don't let those, those people bother you. Yeah. I mean, this talking about this has made, made me almost want to run a turkey trot again. Not enough to, mm. well, I mean, I don't have to worry about it this year. There's no, there's no turkey trots, but at least where I'm, you know, where we're at, but Maybe next year, maybe I, you know, get in shape enough to where I can get a stroller back out there so we can mow some people over in Austin. And (laughs) the strollers, man, I mean, now that I'm a parent, obviously I understand I've run with the stroller before. It just, it seems like so much work for so little gain. I would just run the, I'd run the five miles at my house and tell my friends that I did it. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's. That was new parent, you know, we were, we just had, Knox was just like a year old then. So we had never like run a race mm-hmm. with stroll. I mean, we had run obviously around town with it, but you know, we realized pretty quickly like, oh no, this is, the, this is a disaster. Like, um, yeah. not wanting to do this. And the only way we kind of made it through the five miles, I think was cause we would, we flip back and forth between who was pushing and, and, and stuff. So, um, if you can teamwork it and you have enough stroller control to where you're not going to uh, <laughs> literally like push onto the ground, then I can encourage it. But you know, it's like what's worse They're- than taking a stroller into Disneyland? Doing a stroller and a turkey trot. Hey, have fun. Okay, that's no. <laughs> a good time. If you have the opportunity to have a relative or friend watch your child during a race, is a good time to do it. Yes. Because it uh, it dramatically impacts your ability to to do anything. And obviously the woman whose Achilles tendon got ruptured because of Lincoln's stroller can attest yeah. to the same thing. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, you know, Austin's Austin had a rule that no matter what, you had to st- if you had a stroller, you had to start in the back, which I I just mm-hmm. I it's a safety thing, but like there needs to be some room for nuance here. Like if you are trying no, to run no room. Actually nope, you run, should no. <laughs> I'd have you no, go in the other okay. direction if it was up to me. Yeah. <laughs> just you're running go the, the, other the way. stroller court. Yeah. You're 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 running the other way. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Well, that's fine. We can agree it's to 20, disagree. It's twenty thousand people. It's twenty thousand uh-huh. people. It's not safe safe. Yeah. The, no, okay. The I, reason they're putting you back there, the reason they're putting you back there is not just that they don't want you to get in the way at the start. They're sending you a message to chill out so that way you do not <laughs> knock over a woman and knock out her yeah. iPod. That's the message well, that they're trying to send you, but you're not you guys aren't yeah. getting the message. You're like, oh challenge accepted. We're gonna try to pass well, when you're 18, the back, people. I mean, we had to Yeah, we we had to decide like are we going to run are we gonna walk like 18 minute mile pace or are we gonna run? Yes, so then we were starting to do we, then we were weaving around people and it was like, wow, this feels really good. We're like passing people. And then it just got going. And then we were like hammering. It, it just, you know, you did, it wasn't. Uh, the message it, it is wasn't to, be to chill out. It's, yeah. it's the same thing that's yeah. that, that the nine-year-olds are supposed to get. Hey, get in the back yeah. so that we chill out in the beginning and understand that it's a long race. You should have dropped Knox off at Gordon. 
house. He could have watched him yeah. for the for a couple yeah. hours. And you guys could have had a good race. Yeah. Gordon wasn't running. Yeah. We know that. So no, 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 no. I don't think he was at the time. Although we saw JoJo in that one. She was ahead of us for a little bit. I'm um, just thinking back yeah. on the time. So no, I don't think Gordon was in that race. Um, yeah. If a babysitter qualifies as someone who's passed out asleep in their bed, then maybe we could have done that. Knox, Knox was a little young to take to take care of himself uh, in, in, at that age. But you know, we le- learned our lesson, I think, and haven't done a, mm-hmm. a, a stroller race since. So you know, at least there we didn't continue double down on our on our ways. Would you let Gordon watch Knox now? Oh yeah. I mean, Knox can take care of himself. I, you know, like he's five, you know, five years old. Yeah. I mean, five-year-olds, you know, the, the, they, they don't really need someone to watch them. It's just, the problem is if somebody came to the door and said, Hey, I got a car for all toys for you. They, my son would be like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going, I'm going. You know, that's the only thing. It's not like they're going to like stick their head in the oven. It's that they Uh, are mine. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Okay. 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 Well, you know, in any case, I'm not advocating for leaving a five-year-old by themselves. But under the care of under the loose care of Gordon, yes, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Last time I left Bennett alone, he started a pyramid scheme and was getting money from uh, other five-year-olds. It was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can we can talk about that next week. <laughs> Flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. I hope everybody has a has a tur- a good turkey trotless Thanksgiving. That's mm-hmm. a tough word to say we'll be back you and i i don't you didn't listen yesterday because you don't listen when you're not on but gordon's going to be gone monday and tuesday and maybe even wednesday so it's going to be you and i in the beginning part of next week so buckle up is he at the beach or where's he at where's he going he's in california and then he's like well i'm going to be on west coast time i don't know how uh i can get i'm like you know i'm just going to buy i'm going to stop you there and i'm going to say it's going to be lincoln and i because we'll have the podcast done by the time we wake you up. So yeah, no well, kidding. you and I can do it. I think he flies back Tuesday night. So he might be back Wednesday, but you and I will be on okay. on Monday and Tuesday. So. Sounds good. All right. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Lincoln, for running us through one of your historic pieces, a, ga- a great contribution to the Flowtrack mm-hmm. library and really running writing of all time. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, Kenny Moore so. wait, with his Bowerman book. <laughs> is is considered <laughs> one of the great books um yeah I, I have my bookshelf right here actually i could lo- list them but i think this wouldn't be so much a book as a single sheet of printed out paper belongs it would yeah on my bookshelf now yeah yep so yeah it's, it's worth it though you can, you can go and you know can command p it if you want back at home i'll be fine <laughs> with that and if you you know i can give you my mailing address i can sign it and send it back to people just <laughs> let me know <laughs> All right. Thank you to Alon for producing. We'll talk to you guys next week.